Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So it's thousands of people at the southern border. Who knows who has a COVID shot? My goodness, we don't care about that, do we? Vaccinating people at the southern border? What's the point? But there they are. Thousands and thousands of people. They're not in the United States, although they're trying to get into the United States. They're there because we no longer are, we're we're no longer deporting people. We're no longer saying goodbye and sending people back. So as Ted Cruz has shown, we've got over 10,000 people at the southern border packed together behind what are really non-fences just waiting to see what will happen to them here in del rio texas september 16th i'm underneath the bridge behind me 10,503 people this is a crisis that is unfolding crisis is an understatement Senator Cruz, but you're not wrong. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, Tony Katz. The phone number, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. The situation is beyond ugly. This is known as the International Bridge, Del Rio, Texas. It is absolutely beyond ugly. As is the entirety of the situation at the southern border, which has been completely avoided by mainstream media. You'll note that we have not stopped talking about it, like we have not stopped talking about the fact that it has been 18 days since Joe Biden left Americans to die in Afghanistan. That's the story. It has been 18 days, and it has been months since Joe Biden has enacted policies that have not helped us at the border. They have hurt us. They have damaged us. And it can't be said any other way. These policies have damaged us. These policies have hurt us. They have done us no favors. And we have a apparatchik that is involved in flat-out ignoring these stories. This was Ted Cruz, senator from Texas, on Fox News uh, with Hannity just last night. It, it really is ridiculous. I've never seen anything like that. The drone footage started this morning, and people across the country were horrified. And, and I guess the political operatives at the Biden White House saw that and decided the last thing they want is Fox News actually reporting on what's happening down here. So now the FAA is saying, please, no journalists allowed. As you know, they did the same thing in the Donna tent facility in the Rio Grande Valley where they wouldn't allow Fox News to come in when I brought 19 senators to the Rio Grande Valley. I had to go in with my cell phone and photograph and take videos. I'll tell you, I'm right there. That bridge is behind me. And I just finished going again with my cell phone, taking videos of what's happening there. It is the most horrific thing I've ever seen. There are right now as we're speaking. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. 
right now as we're speaking, there are 10,503 people under that bridge. Now let's get into this conversation about the drones because this is where it gets very important. And this is where you understand that it is obvious that there are people who aren't interested in you getting information. That our government is working against the citizenry. Drones were getting the shots overhead of all these people at the border. And then the next thing you know, the FAA puts the kibosh on drones. As Bill Malugan over there at Fox pointed out, the FAA, the Federal uh, Aviation Administration, implementing a two-week TFR, that's a temporary flight restriction, over the International Bridge in Del Rio, Texas. They say special security reason. Now listen, you and I known each other a good long time. We've had bourbons together, we have laughed, we haven't had detailed conversation, we've disagreed. But you and I both know that's garbage, right? You and I both know there is no special security reason. The reason is to keep us from being able to see what it is Joe Biden and his team have done. The special security reason is that they want to secure their positions of power. And they don't want us to have data, to have facts, to see what it is they have wrought. They aren't interested in us knowing. And they're willing not only to lie to us, they're willing to directly in front of our face tell us that we're not good enough to know. This is brutal. So much so that the governor, Greg Abbott, has ordered six points of entry along the southern border to be shut down. The sheer negligence of the Biden administration, to quote Abbott, to do their job and secure the border is appalling. I have directed the Department of Public Safety and the Texas National Guard to surge personnel and vehicles to shut down six points of entry along the southern border to stop these caravans from overrunning our state. The border crisis, according to Governor Abbott, is so dire that the U.S. Customs and Border Protection is requesting our help as their agents are overwhelmed by the chaos. Unlike President Biden, the state of Texas remains committed to securing our border and protecting Americans. I would argue, and I would tell Governor Abbott directly, that he should be focused solely on protecting Texans. I don't say that as a way of being rude. I don't say that as a way uh, of, of, of being dismissive of what it means for the rest of us. I live in Indiana. The border is an issue to me, even though we are not a border state. Anybody says otherwise, it's laughable. But I also understand that the first people to be impacted by these coyotes, by these drug runners, by these violent mobs. Oh, what about the children? There are children who are very often brought against uh, their own will and then left for dead. There was, a, I think, a two-year-old and an infant left for dead. They were found, thank goodness. Never mind the children that are used to get through uh, the border. Never mind the children who are raped along the way. But there are children 
And there are decent people looking for a better life. I don't say no to this. But I won't discount the other things, the other things that are so incredibly dangerous that you have to have a border policy. And my border policy right now would be to shut it all down. But I also recognize that while those things happening at the border affect me in Indiana, it does affect those people on the border in Texas. And I'm going to rank these things. I want to make sure that their lives are taken care of first. They're the ones right there. They're the ones who have to deal with people stealing things from them. They're the ones who have to deal with being attacked. They're the ones who have to deal with the violence. And I think that the governor of Texas should ensure the safety of Texans. I appreciate him securing the safety of Americans, but I want him securing the safety of Texans. Focus on Texas. Now, maybe the things are inextricable, right? You focus on Texas, but you are focusing on Americans. And maybe maybe he sees that even clearer than I do. Department of Homeland Security spokesperson telling CNN that they are, quote, not seeking assistance from the state of Texas to shut down ports of entry. And that it would be a violation of federal law for the Texas National Guard to unilaterally do so. Let's have the violation of federal law. Let's see what happens. Now, there's an argument here, and it is a deep one. Border policy is the purview of the President of the United States. And end of list. I said this when Donald Trump was President. It is true today. Border policy is the policy, is the purview, I should say, of the President of the United States. But the Governor of Texas has a job to do. And the President of the United States has made that job impossible. What else is he supposed to do? And the only answer that can come is to shut down the border. Only the most rational people are discussing shutting down the border. Those who are not are not rational people. You cannot, cannot, cannot survive like this. You cannot go on like this. Never mind the, 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 the very idea of what's happening right now with these 10,000 people at the border. In a, greater, in a greater sense, in a larger sense, to refuse to say that borders matter is to be a president is to be a president that has gone against the people. And that's what's happened. That's what Joe Biden has done. Joe Biden has said, my ideology is so great, so valuable, so important, so rigid, that I, I I can't worry about what happens to those people in Texas. And that's why the governor has to. And that's his argument. You won't. I have to. Article 4, Section 4 of the United States Constitution. The federal government will protect the nation from invasion. If you want to argue that it's not an invading force, I would ask you then to define what an invading force is. If you live in a New York high-rise on the Upper West Side, I would argue that you may have a point that 10,000 people amassing at the border is not an invading force. 
What if we do nothing but get buses and drop them off in front of your building and put a sign that says open? But, of course, we'll write it in Spanish, you know, just to be woke. And we'll instruct the doorman with a nice little payoff to bring people up to, what are you, on the 23rd floor? 23rd floor, overlooking Central Park. Oh, what a view. Could you imagine such a view? And that's where they'll go. Now, is it an invading force? We saw this play out in the suburbs of Seattle, where there was this Chaz Chop and there was the mayor, Jenny Durkin, not doing anything about it, and people were cheering the fight in the streets until the streets came to their neighborhood, and the next thing you know, these people were animals. You see, when it was happening in downtown Seattle, it was fine. When it was happening in your neighborhood, well, then something had to be done about it. It's the NIMBY effect, right? Not in my backyard. So the only way the pseudo-intellectual in the high-rise on the Upper West Side of Manhattan will learn is if the 10,000 illegal illegal immigrants, 10,503 of them, are placed on the Upper West Side. And then we'll see what it is that Bill de Blasio and all the woke folk who do the New York Times crossword puzzle in pen, they never finish it, but they try. We'll see what they have to do. We'll see how they think about it. Of course, Governor Abbott is right to defend Texas. And it will be a fight, and I will say to you, based on my knowledge of, of, of the law, and certainly there could be things I don't know, so I leave all the, the, the opportunities open. He loses. He loses. I don't see how the governor doesn't lose this. Yet... If I'm the governor of Texas, I keep doing it. I force them to throw me in jail. You have to make a stand against a president that refuses to protect the nation. He refuses to protect Texans. We're also seeing increased numbers of illegal immigrants in Florida because they're finding other ways. A president who refuses to do the job, you have to be willing to lay it all on the line. We're not talking about a fake type of laying it on the line like Colin Kaepernick. We're talking about willing to go to jail, willing to be thrown out of office because the people mean that much. If a governor isn't willing to do that, the governor is not really willing to protect the citizenry and therefore uh, you should get another governor. He's got to realize this at this moment, that this is where it's going to go down. Now, there could be other legal things that get in the way, things that I don't know about that could change that analysis. But as a, as a, as a generalized theory, Biden doesn't care. You know, it's, it's like Ocasio-Cortez. Ocasio-Cortez doesn't care. You think Alexandria cares about the border? When Trump was in office, she was there crying in front of an empty parking lot for a photo op. But here we have over 10,000 people. She, she never thought to say, hey, don't give me a $30,000 ticket to the Met Gala. Let's make sure these people have food. She never thought to do that. She doesn't go down and cry. Why not? Well, the answer is, of course, because we have all learned she hates black and brown children. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez hates children. She specifically hates children of color, black and brown children, and she specifically, specifically hates black and brown girls because if she cared about them, she'd be at the border right now demanding they get help.
but she doesn't show up at the border because she's too busy at the Met and hanging out with her designer who has a boyfriend who's worth $100 million. million. That's what she's doing. So she doesn't care about black and brown children, specifically black and brown girls. And I don't know why the Republican Party isn't running ads about this all day and all night. It's like they don't even want to fight, except for Greg Abbott. He may actually understand the fight in front of him. And I support that man every step of the way. I'm Tony Katz. So there's a study from Harvard. I know, I know. Why would you even pay attention to it? Wait, wait, there's more. Study from Harvard and Northeastern University that says since the beginning of 2019, close to half of all the new gun buyers in the United States are women. And that, kids, is a moment of seismic activity. Is that a study or data? The results from the 2021 National Firearms Survey designed uh, there with the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health and Northeastern University show an estimated 3.5 million women became new gun owners from January 2019 through April of 2021. About 4 million men became new gun owners over that period. Yeah, no, that's data, not a study. Well, I'm just saying they, they said it was a study. All right, well. But data sounds data. more uh, more official. Point is, yeah, women buy guns. Women buy firearms. Women want to protect and defend themselves. We go now to Moms Demand Action for comment that women actually believe in protecting and defending themselves. Mm. Well said, Moms Demand Action. Someone... I, said on Twitter, when I first heard Moms Demand Action, I thought it was a porn site. I was like, <laughs> oh, dear God. Got- I was I was so mad at myself that I didn't think of it. It might be. Oh, no, no, no. It definitely, definitely is not. I think that's a very, very interesting number. Because normally they find that women make up 10 to 20% of, of gun owners. Protect and defend yourself. Buy guns, buy ammo. Good for you. Avail yourself of your rights. I love it. You know who's doing that? Nicki Minaj. I can't believe I'm talking about this. But holy cow, is it taking a very interesting turn? This is Tony Katz today. see the mayor of San Francisco, London Breed. Uh, She's out at a club, maskless, singing, dancing, having a great time, while she's telling you, you have to wear a mask, and we have to do this, that, and the other. There's a mask mandate in San Francisco, people, and the mayor does not give a damn. 
just describing what's going on, describing the situation. Just another liar in the long line of liars. Now, producer Ari had said to me, hey, you know there's this rally going on uh, tomorrow in D.C. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I knew about uh, the, 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 the rally. I had heard about the rally. What is it called? A justice for January 6th rally? Yeah, it's so weird. I don't know. I don't know if it's weird or not. The the objective is that you've got people who are in jail and are they not able to get to a lawyer? I, I believe it is. They're not getting proper representation. Who they're backing and, people who invaded the Capitol in a failed attempt to overturn the presidency or are still in jail. Yeah. Yeah, for oh, settle down. Innocent until proven guilty. What's the matter with you? Good I didn't thing to know. Se- I was oh, just reading no, the no, article. No, no, no. Oh, is oh, is that what you're doing? That okay, was the quote. It, it sounded like you were uh No It sounded like you were uh just declaring judgment there. No, I'm reading the article, man. Uh here's how CNN puts it. The Justice for J Six rally aims to support insurrectionists charged in the deadly January sixth Capitol riot. The deadly that's because a police officer was killing people. Maybe if police officers would learn how not to shoot people, we wouldn't have anybody dead. Oh, I'm sorry, we can't use that in this case? That, that's, that's only good if the victim is black? Okay, thank you. Thank, I need a ruling on that. I'm so glad you were there for it. People have rallies for all sorts of things. Go ahead. Go ahead. I know that the that what was the Capitol Police that reached out to the National Guard for help. And people are getting all sorts of squirrely on that. I am not one of those people. Did we or didn't we not want the Capitol Police to get help on January 6th? And we've been asking, why was there no help? Is it political? Sure. I'm not going to argue no. But I'm also not going to get mad if the Capitol Police asks for assistance. I am going to... uh, take a look at what they ask assistance for in the future i'm going to do that and let me say that i'm a believer in innocent until proven guilty and if we have american citizens who are being held without being charged without access to a lawyer without access to all the things that we give to people who are in the country illegally well then my gosh the people who are attending this kind of event have a point No, 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 no. You hate these people, and I despise those who think that rights are arbitrary. No, There's no, yeah. the, no, no. There's the difference. No, I agree. These people have rights, and just because Ayanna Presley doesn't think they should have rights, I don't give a good holy damn what Representative Ayanna Presley thinks. And so we're clear, if her or Representative Cory Bush or Senator Dick Durbin or any of the rest of the woke folk think that these people shouldn't have rights, then they aren't allowed to be elected officials. Just resign now. As for attending, no, I'm not attending. <laughs> I'm not going to be in D.C. It's, it's, I'm not going. I, feel like I don't mind that people do it. I am so... I, this must really be weird for people. I just favor those who engage their rights. I favor those who want to speak out. And yes, this is, in the eyes of CNN, wholly unpopular. Why isn't it unpopular that you could have people held without the ability to find out what they're being charged with? They're not being denied their their life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness? Well, of course they are. Of course 
They are. And there are people out there who are realizing that, my gosh, this is not a conversation about the political left and the political right. This is a conversation, as we have been discussing it, about America or not, which leads us, of course, to Nicki Minaj and testicles. Jesus, Tony. I cannot believe... I'm talking about this story because I am the guy who said I'm not talking about this story. It's the second time you're talking about it now. I know. Well, the story has changed a little bit, so now it's interesting. The part that I wasn't going to talk about and I wouldn't talk about was this tweet from Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj says she's got a cousin in Trinidad. This cousin has a friend, and this friend got uh, a vaccine. The next thing you know, he's impotent and his testicles are swollen. Oh, my God. 2021 is fantastic. It's not even over, baby. So it's like, okay, I'm not paying any attention to that whatsoever. And I didn't pay any attention to that. Because I, being a rational person, said, nope. I don't pay attention to Nicki Minaj tweets in general. I certainly don't pay attention to swollen testicle tweets in general. Oh, my God. What? and I'm not, I have, I've never seen anything regarding COVID that would lead to that. I was like, all right, I'm out. She is not my source. I'm done. Oh, God. I thought people would be like me and be like, huh. No, why would Nikki, you think that? Nikki wants some attention. And then move on with their lives. No, they didn't move on with their lives. They dug in. And some of the people digging in are people like Joy Reid. Joy Reid, she digs in. And says, oh, Nicki Minaj, this is misinformation. Oh, how dare you? You're you're the one causing the problem. Then again, it's Joy Reid who admits that she was an anti-vaxxer while Trump was in office. I, I, I understand the hesitancy of one. I mean, listen, I was hesitant. When Donald Trump was out there controlling the CDC yes. and controlling the FDA and manipulating right. them and making them put out falsehoods, anybody rational right. was hesitant. But the reality right. is now what we what I really fear is masses of more masses of people dying. 666,000 people have yes. died. And disproportionately, they look like you and me, Michael. And what yes. scares me is that people are creating a cultural imperative to set themselves up for death when the people pushing them to do it like Tuckums are vaccinated and safe and even if they got COVID are going to get all the monoclonal antibodies they could give a damn if Nicki Minaj gets COVID and dies they don't care about us uh it's Joy Reid talking about Tucker Carlson speaking there to Michael Eric Dyson one of the one of the uglier people in American society but Nicki Minaj doesn't like when Joy Reid calls her out. And Nicki Minaj punches back. Punches back big. Calls Joy Reid some names I am not allowed to say on the air. Can't say them. Can't say them. This has led Tucker Carlson to say Nicki Minaj might be the most important uh, person in entertainment right now. Nicki Minaj is one of the biggest rap artists in the country. Out of nowhere, because she is brave and direct, impossible to intimidate, she's become really one of the most important voices for free speech in the entertainment industry. Now she has a message for the people who tried to silence her. 
Fox's Trace Gallagher has that story for us tonight. Hey, Trace. Hey, Tucker. For context, this whole thing started when Nicki Minaj tweeted about having to be vaccinated to attend the Met Gala. She told her 22 million followers that she wouldn't be bullied and wanted to do her research. She got a lot of pushback, but the story really blew up when she tweeted about her cousin in Trinidad, who wouldn't get the vaccine because he said his friend got vaccinated, got swollen testicles, became impotent, and his fiance called off their wedding. This show then talked about that tweet and accurately expressed exactly where Nicki Minaj stood on vaccines. But the haters came out, including MSNBC's Joy Reid, who accused Nicki Minaj of costing lives by encouraging people not to get vaccinated, which is a lie. Minaj. It is a lie. By the way, to see Trace Gallagher do that story straight, that guy, that guy's a pro's pro right there. Pro's pro is Trace Gallagher. So people are all over Nicki Minaj. They're angry with Nicki Minaj. They don't want Nicki Minaj to be able to speak. They don't want her to be able to engage a conversation. Now, I chose to ignore her because when you talk to me about swollen testicles, I just dismiss it. But I never said she couldn't say it. I have no problem with her saying it. Now you've got people out there saying that she's not allowed to speak and she finds herself on the receiving end of people going after her saying she shouldn't be allowed a platform. This leads her to having this this, uh, moment on Instagram where she's speaking to millions of followers and she says the following. For the fear of the mob attacking you. If that doesn't give you chills up and down your spine, this is scary. You should be able to ask questions about anything you're putting inside your body. We, we, can, we ask a bunch of questions about, about the most simple thing. How that, how that glue work? Do that glue, do that, do that glue really um, keep the wig down for how many hours? Oh, because if I go in a pool and if I sweat it, what? But you can't just innocently ask a question about something going in your body? Do y'all realize that I remember going to China and they were telling us, you know, be, you cannot speak out against, um, you know, the, the people in power there, et cetera. And I remember all of us thinking, oh, okay, well, you know, we understand and we respect the, the laws here and, and, you know, that it's so different where we live. But don't y'all see what's happening? Don't y'all see that we are living now in that time where people will turn their back on you? I'm not agreeing, but people will isolate you if you simply speak and ask a question. What is different between Nicki Minaj's conversation with her audience right there and the conversation you and I have every day and the conversation you have with your spouse and the conversation you have in the cigar lounge and the conversation you have at work and the conversation you have on the baseball diamond? What's different? The answer is zero. Now, I am not a believer in exalting people and putting them on pedestals, and I'm not going to do that with Nicki Minaj. We may disagree about a million things. But we agree on this, and I'll applaud that. I will cheer 
that. Because she is saying what you and I are saying. And maybe she's only seeing it for the very first time. Or maybe she's only expressing it now for the very first time. But is there any question that she's right? And you know she's right because you've said the same exact things. And not because you've said it that you're right. Maybe it's better that you realize that you're not alone. Look at where these people are. Look at how they act. Look at what they do. You are not allowed to have any disagreement. You're not even allowed to question whether or not the vaccine is right for you. You just have to take it because the government damn well told you so. Or your employer damn well told you so. As if your employer knows what's best for you. I am not personal friends with my employer. It is a deal we have. I provide outstanding content that allows advertisers to reach a wide audience. And they cut me a check. That's the deal. Up and down the chain, I can have disagreements with, with, with managers and, and, and ownership and all sorts of things. But we know the deal and we operate within the deal and that's what makes it work. That's why I like contract. Everybody knows what everything is supposed to be, boom, and done. I never asked them about raising my kids because I don't really give a damn what they think about raising my kids. I don't care. I'd be insulted if they thought they could bring it up. But you want to ask a question about, wait a second, is this vaccine right for me? And people want to ruin you for asking a question. And Nicki Minaj is saying... How is this not like China? You can't speak out against the government. I can't recognize that Dr. Anthony Fauci is an unmitigated failure of a person. He's engaged in deceit. He is engaged in lies. He has told falsehoods. He has not been straight with America. He has not provided a value in terms of a, 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 a strong voice to help people through a pandemic. Everything I just said is true. I can't say that. Nicki Minaj is learning that some people think you can't say that, and they're willing to come after her. Uh, try, try, uh, try being a radio uh, uh, host. <laughs> they come after you good. Nicki Minaj is making sense, and we should say so. Not exalt her. She's not a hero. She's saying what we're saying, and the more people saying it, the better. And for that, I am thankful. I'm just not going to decide everything she says is right. No, we're going to agree on things and disagree on things. That's America. That's the way it should work. She should have the right to speak. And that right should not be taken from her. And that she's attacked for it is nonsense. And if you want a further difference between where, I, I, between where the right and the left is, I, I have a whole Sarah Silverman thing to discuss. The right believes you should be able to speak even if we disagree with you. The left believes you shouldn't be allowed to speak if you're going to hurt someone's feelings. That's why I think we have a better way of doing things. And for that, you know, uh, I, 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 I think if, if Nicki Minaj helps us move that conversation and more people recognize that free speech is the only way, we're all going to be better off. I'm Tony Katz. That John Durham has gone for the indictment of lawyer Michael Sussman 
is is a move that people have been wondering what's going on with this Durham investigation. He was appointed by William Barr, then Attorney General, to look into the origins of the of the Russiagate insanity. And now you've got this indictment against Michael Sussman, who not only is not just some some lawyer, mind you, associated with the Clinton camp. But I've, I've been digging into what's going on here, and and the the the. the Short of it, as Andrew McCarthy writes, he made a false statement to the FBI general counsel. This false statement crime has a five-year statute of limitations, which would have ended in a couple of days, so it was now or never. But John Durham didn't just say in a paragraph, we've indicted so-and-so for a false statement. It's a 27-page document. We are now starting to get into how this collusion narrative was a fabrication of the Clintons and the Clinton campaign peddled to the FBI. We're going to see whether or not this plays out, but it plays out as Hillary Clinton is exactly what you thought she was, and the media went along for a ride. This is Tony Katz today.